Despite shutdowns of major meat processing plants, grocery experts in Northeast Ohio did not expect food shortages. There's a theory on why Mahoning County has been hammered by the coronavirus. And don't microwave your cloth mask. You might burn your house down. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Thursday, April 16th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. Meat held in storage should at least temporarily maintain supplies of beef, pork, and chicken in Northeast Ohio, despite coronavirus-related closings and cutbacks at some processing plants around the nation. Area grocers, including Giant Eagle and Heinen's, report no shortages, discounting alarms raised earlier this week when Smithfield Foods CEO Ken Sullivan said the nation is perilously close to the edge in terms of meat supplies. Cleveland.com reached out to the suppliers and grocers after Sullivan's warning, which was issued after South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem urged the temporary closing of Smithfield's pork processing plant in Sioux Falls, where 300 workers came down with COVID-19. Earlier this month, Mississippi-based Sanderson Farms announced that it cut back production at a chicken processing plant in Georgia after workers were diagnosed there. For reasons that remain puzzling, the city of Youngstown and surrounding Mahoning County have nearly 500 confirmed coronavirus cases, which is more than three times the statewide per capita average. As of Wednesday, the county also had 41 coronavirus-related deaths, two more than Cuyahoga County, which has more than quadrupled the population. So, what makes Mahoning County different? Cleveland.com reached out this week to Dr. James Kravick, the medical director for the Mahoning County Public Health and chief clinical officer for the area's Mercy Health Hospitals, and he suggested an explanation might be the advanced age of the Mahoning County population. Despite some speculation that the high number of deaths had been a result of outbreaks in nursing homes, as is the case in Miami County, only 54% of Mahoning County's COVID-19 deaths have been residents of long-term care facilities. Don't microwave that mask. Based largely on questions that people sent to me on a free text messaging account that we have to share what we are talking about in the Cleveland.com newsroom, we put together a general guide for the care and use of the cloth masks That we now have to wear when we go out. Some of the basic tips don't try to disinfect them in the microwave because that could burn your house down. You should wash your hands with soap and water both immediately before and after putting on the mask. Masks should be washed after every use to remain most effective. Taking the masks straight from your face to the laundry machine is the most effective method, though it can also be sequestered for later washing. And if running a mask through a washing machine and dryer is not practical for you, hand washing works too. But spraying it with Lysol or using Clorox wipes on the masks will not disinfect them. Check out the story by Seth Richardson on our website. Several Ohio advocacy groups want Attorney General Dave Yost to stop the collection of any student debt from public colleges and universities during and after the coronavirus pandemic. In a letter to Yost's office Wednesday, the group cited a recent study by the left-leaning Policy Matters Ohio 
showing that collecting such debt disproportionately affects Ohioans who are least able to afford it, including lower-income, minorities, first-generation, part-time, and older students. The groups fighting for the change praised Yost for negotiating with state colleges and universities to stop creating new student debt for the end of this month and for agreeing to review requests for relief on existing debt on a case-by-case basis, but they urged Yost to go further and impose a blanket freeze, noting that the massive federal stimulus package signed by President Donald Trump late last month suspends collection of federal student loan debt through September. Bad news for Indians fans and Browns fans and Buckeyes fans. Dr. Anthony Fauci, a member of the president's coronavirus task force, said the only way professional sports come back this summer is without fans and with strict guidelines to protect the health of participants. He said the players could play if they are tested regularly for the virus, but the crowds cannot watch. The economics then become a factor. Would the home viewing audience provide enough revenue for the leagues to make money or break even? Thanks for listening to the Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up a week of coronavirus news. 